and welcome again to Relative Reaction. Hello, hello. As always, I'm your host, Travis. I'm Mama Breen, and I got a big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us in this week. Uh, we are already off to an amazing start. Um, we have, you're over there still trying to talk because we're scouting down and starting. I was trying to ask if we're ready, and I'm slurring it. It's going to be a great week, everyone. An awesome podcast. <laughs> we are, you are in for it. This is going to be a great week. Because we are not even started and already slurring and messing up. And I'm sober. It's like the first time we ever week. did this, huh? <laughs> I don't have a beer this week, and I, I'm completely sober. Maybe that's maybe, why you're slurring. And maybe it is. Maybe I need. Oh. Uh, Thank you, as always, like we said, though, for listening in. Make oh, sure yes. you are shouting out to us on our Facebook or Twitter uh, email. You can search up Relative Reaction. I put all the links in the description below. Uh, you can email us, relativereaction2018, gmail.com. Share the shit out of us. Tell everyone. When you're talking, you say you maybe one of the stories stands out to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring up that story to your friends, and when they ask you, oh, that's awesome, where would you hear about that? Let them know, hey. These people, relative reaction, they they talk to us, they do this podcast. They got these and that's why news I heard. stories. Awesome. And that helps us more than anything else. And if you yes. do just, you want to be one of those people that you just keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. Go over to wherever mm-hmm. you listen to your podcasts at. Mm-hmm. That little icon on your phone. Maybe click it up on your computer. Rate us five stars. Give us a comment. That helps us so much on a business end. Yep, yep. Um, as far as being seen on that style right Uh, but like i said i just i so badly love to just hear from you guys oh definitely definitely to hear when we get a new listener because hey my friend was telling me about this i joined in and you know i think it was you know it was awesome or whatever and like that is like the best feeling in the world to hear that it really is yeah well, with that being said, we did have someone talking last week that I wanted to bring up here. Alrighty. Uh, they were saying we just, just finished up episode 77. I love the Travis's tunes as it brings back childhood memories oh. um, and loved Mama Brin's themes. Of course. Go Netflix. Am I the only one who picked up on Travis's theme of 22-year-old men, though? Oh, Trav. You got something you want to throw on my... Which I want... To clarify, Mama will still love you aside. On the second story, I can't confirm he was 22. We're not sure who the mysterious Olaf Raper, what Oof. his actual age is. We just know it's above 18. I cannot look at Olaf anymore. Which is really bad having that story. And then this whole week, anytime I've seen Olaf anywhere, because it is still Frozen 2 kicking off, that's all I've been thinking of is just repeats of this damn story. Oh, I went All out with long. my niece last week. <laughs> She's eight years old. We're looking at toys. I see Olaf. First thing that pops in my head is Olaf doing popping. a porno. Oh. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> I am glad I could be I cannot this. wait. This week, I'm going out with my five-year-old niece. We're having a niece and aunt day, and we're going to see Frozen 2. <laughs> I'm just going to start giggling. She's going to be like, it's not that funny, Brandon. <laughs> but it is, honey. He but got it stabbed. is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, he did. All right. He is over there making it snow. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for shouting out to us. Uh, like I said, make sure y'all are doing that Facebook, Twitter, email, any of that. We 
we check it. We like to bring it up, bring a couple mm-hmm. of them up uh, when we can here on the podcast the week afters or a couple weeks after, whatever it is. Um, there's no time constraint. We brought them up from a couple weeks ago before because it shows up and someone's like, hey, I just now got to listen to that one a few weeks ago. Yeah. I want to, we'll bring it up. We yeah. don't care. It's fun. Uh, this whole concept of the podcast was literally meant it was it was our brainchild to grow this community of people that have similar humor and interests of funny stories that we do. That's right. The opinionated folk are funny out there, stories. Baby. That was like the brainchild when we first created this over a year and a half ago mm-hmm. was to create that. So we don't care. Like we want to hear from you guys. That's that was the whole whole concept seventy eight weeks ago. Amen. <laughs> so. Keep it going. Keep it going strong. Um, I know we plan on keeping it strong here. I do want to make a quick announcement. Do not fret. I know next week is Christmas. Yep, yep. We will release on Christmas, I promise. Same yeah. with New Year's. <laughs> We're not... <laughs> yeah, not <messing>. No, <laughs> don't think, because I know a lot of people cut off and take... You can record a... You will get us, I promise. <clears throat> Whether you want to or not. Yeah, you may not want us, but you're going to get us. (laughs) No, because I hate how how many people do take off. And I get, I'm not saying you can't ever take a week off when you're doing a podcast weekly. But I feel that everybody does it on like the Christmas and New Year's week. Right. Well, people are often still driving to work or driving and traveling. They still want something to listen to. Right, while they're going on. Yes, Just because that one day, like that's usually the week you can get, you want something to listen to the most you have the most especially if you're traveling with your family in the car you're like oh dear lord yeah then you are not wrong i just need something (laughs) something to get me away but i just wanted to make that announcement don't think that oh i wonder if they're going to be out or whatever um we've had some confusion with that uh last year in the past people were worried about that don't worry we are coming out and i know it's just an awkward time because christmas is literally on release day new year's is on release day we're still releasing I can post up anytime. The internet doesn't shut down. We don't shut down. We got you covered. Nope. Uh, We's all good. With all of that said, how was your week? I know you said you got to I hang out had with your niece. And all, so that's awesome. Awesome week because I got to have an anti niece day, which I flip in love because I have like the world's most beautiful nieces. So that's awesome. I did. I loved every last bit of it. We just went. Uh, you know, we do things that, that uh, she likes. She was eight, so I kept in mind, you know, what eight-year-olds like. This, she is very mature for an eight-year-old, so I got to watch what I do, you know. She's not yep. your average eight-year-old, so I tried to do things like her, take her to a thrift store. That girl's happy as hell. <laughs> she she really is after your own heart. She is. She is meant to be yours. She, we are definitely blood kin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So we had a good time. We went to the movie. She picked out the movie. We seen uh, Knives Out. Recommend that to all. That was a cute movie. Was it? Yes, it was. And you can watch it with children because there's no, like, sexual tension, no, you know, explosives. Nobody's cursing and yelling words you ain't never heard. (laughs) What a concept. Yeah. Well, those words you might have heard if you listen to us. Well, yeah, especially Trav. I, Potty mouth. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I can't even argue. I know. <laughs> I, we went I worked, out to eat Chinese. That's her favorite. I worked in the back of a kitchen for far too long <laughs> where people 
did not hear you, and you just vented everything I out loud, and then you realized, up with oh, wow. three older brothers, so you can imagine what I heard, so, you know. Yeah. And an older sister who, well, speaks the same. <laughs> That's why I said I spent too long far back <laughs> away from customers, but having to deal with customers at the same time, where you can just vent out loud to everyone, and throw <laughs> shit, then you'd be like, oh, wow, people can hear me now, I should probably watch... <laughs> the hell I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Oops. And what's bad is I met my wife doing the same job, so she has the same mentality and speech. So it really oh. doesn't help because at home, that's how we are. Little bit of trivia for you. Speaking of Olaf, unfortunately we were speaking of Olaf. <laughs> they. The... I don't want to know any trivia about sizes or his wood. He's got big snowballs. No. What kind of wood does his arm change? <laughs> the uh, Frozen 2 movie has hit the over the billion mark. Wow. Yes. I was watching, or I saw the, like, the box office reports or whatever, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what the number two movie was. It was a pretty big name. It was Jumanji? One I was at. No. Okay, because that one's over 60 million now. No, Jumanji was three or four. Okay. I can't remember what two was now. Mr. Rogers. I can't remember what the hell it was now. Anyway, whatever Mr. the Mr. Rogers was, should be number one. I was looking, was like... I want to say 60 million behind Frozen 2 for the week. And they were the second biggest film. Yep, they have hit the I was like, over that's crazy to think of. billion mark right now. Wow. Well, speaking of lots and lots of money, MLB money. had a shit ton of money exchange oh, hands this yeah. week with contracts and everything if they had that much extra they should have given me a little something yeah and i know you're thinking how the hell are we having to listen to y'all talk about baseball in the middle of december (laughs) well guess what the trades happen all year round damn it that's right baby with the exception from what is it july 20th ish when the trade deadline is i think it's no no they got pushed back to august or something now did it i think it did i don't know whatever anyway so with the exception of the trade deadline to the end of the season (laughs) There's trades all year. So, what? Fucking 10 months of the year? And they're getting outrageous. Yes. Kluber went to the Indians, mm-hmm. two-time Cy Young winner. He is, or not went to the Indians. God dang it. He was an Indian for years. He went to the Rangers. Okay. Whatever. But no, he went from the Indians down to the Rangers. Okay. Uh, we had Strasburg is staying with the Nats. I know there was a yes. lot of contention up there about whether he was moving or not. He ended up staying with the Nats for a very beautiful sum. Yeah. He stayed because they said, do you got some money? And he was like, whoa, I don't even know how to say that figure out loud. A record-breaking deal yes. for Garrett Cole. Who my love. the Yankees. Former the Pirate. Yeah. He went Pirates, Astros. Now he's up in the Yankees with a record-breaking deal. And it is... Wow. He should still be a bucko. He wouldn't have made that much, but he should still the be a bucko. The whole team doesn't make that much for the Pirates combined. No, no, just our GM. Yeah. But I know there was a lot of talks with that coming out of saying that they should start putting more salary caps out yes. there for the MLB because baseball really is one of the only sports left out there that don't they really, really have any kind of... And it's I'm not saying it just because I'm a Pirate fan, but there are a lot of teams... That can't monetarily compete with, say, Yankees. Yeah. Or, you know, some of them just can't. Look at, like, a a city like Cincinnati. The Giants. It's another big one. 
Yeah, but San Francisco has more money, at least, that they could utilize. Cincinnati, they, it's not as big of a city as, like, in New York. Right. They, they physically are never going to have as much money as New York. Not because Cincinnati doesn't know how to spend their money, not because they're playing like your GM likes to do, or right. anything like that, because they physically could never afford certain things that a city like New York could afford because of how just size. Right. I mean, it's goddamn. just not physically... <laughs> You got, like, Amen. them, and you got, like, the Angels and Dodgers, these giant cities. Well, yeah. Cincinnati holds nothing to them. Right. That was just the first thing I could think of that's smaller out there. That's no, that's a good good, uh, good pick. Um, with that being said, you brought up uh, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. My favorite pitcher in the National League doesn't even play for my Braves. Plays for the Giants. I... Favorite pitcher in all of baseball is Madison Bumgarner. Oh, Bumgarner. Okay, I should have guessed that. Him. Sorry. I like, um, I, I, yeah. Go ahead. No I'm part Cole. of me is a San Francisco Cole. fan or anything. However, no. I will gladly watch a game just because Bumgarner is pitching. Yes, I will as well. And There's root for some them if they're not against players me out there because Bumgarner is pitching. So you can watch them people play. Yeah. I have legitly rooted for the San Francisco Giants when they're not playing the Braves. Just because Bumgarner is a pitcher, and I go, I want them to win. Because I, I want will, him to win. I will watch Trout play. Oh, he is another fun one to just watch. Um, Ugh. One guy from the Nationals, I can't think of his name right now. Harper? God damn it. Is it Harper? I don't think it's Harper. I can't think of his name. I got a picture of him in my face, but that's another one I'd watch. You can watch uh, the Braves. And I'll watch Cutchy no matter where he goes. Yeah. You can come watch Freeman. I too love Freddy. I love <laughs> Freddy. He is a he is a fun one to watch too. He is. And I don't even say that just because I'm a Braves fan. He really is just He's a, just <laughs> fun to watch. I like Freddy. He's kinda like uh Cervelli. Yes. Yes, he you is. You just like to watch him. Who is also brave now. Yes, who Randomly, is a brave. We give everybody to the freaking Braves. We should just that. it's like a yard sale every year. I didn't even remember a talk happening about Cervelli coming out. Like, of all the teams he was talking about possibly going to after the, the Braves were never up there. And then I was watching a Braves game, and they were like, Cervelli. I'm like, that can't be. That ain't no Francisco. Like, when the hell did we get Cervelli? Why did we get Cervelli? What's, <laughs> what happened in between? We have two good catchers. Yeah, he don't want to be a catcher no more, though. Yeah, but that's what he was lined up as. Yeah. Which is why I'm confused. I don't know. I'm so lost as to why we had I help. swear we hold a sale for the Braves every year. The first game I saw him in the Braves, I was so mind-boggled. I, I was like, what is going on me, right you're now? Like, Cervelli a Brave? I was like, what? I was. I was like, that well, was like, a team I about. googled it, and I'm like, well, some bitch he sure is. That was not a team he was talking about. No. Well, and why do we pick one? He doesn't want to be a catcher, and we didn't need catchers. I don't know. <laughs> Ross and McCann, I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> so confusing. He's fun to watch, though. He, oh, he is. And it was just, I was just very at a loss. But with that being said, Bumgarner is no longer a giant. Get out. Yes. He is now an Arizona Diamondback. The Giants got rid of Bumgarner? Or did just somebody offer no him so much more? Because you can't tell me any team... With the right mind, would in let their him right go. mindset, would let Bumgarner go. 
No, he agreed on a five-year, $85 million contract with the Diamondbacks. Because he's a staple if ever there was one for a team. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is. Which you don't hear of anymore, which is another reason baseball gets on my nerves anymore. That does aggravate me, and that's not just a baseball thing. No. That is every sport out there anymore. Yeah. People don't know how to keep... I'm not trying to say you got to keep the entire team always together. No, no, but, I know that. But you always have that one staple. Like, hockey still does it. Yeah, hockey does for the most part. They usually, hockey for the most part, every team, every has, team their, has that staple has their player. Guy. You just don't see yeah, that. you got anymore. Ovechkin for, you automatically think yeah. Capitals and Ovi. Capitals Ovi. Yeah. Crosby, you automatically think Penguins and Penguins is Crosby. You do have that. <clears throat> you do, that's Sorry. what I said. You, and you don't really see that in other sports anymore. They're like... I can't And think I of get it. I'm not saying without thinking of stammer. Exactly. And <laughs> I'm not saying that, you know, I get paid ten million here. If somebody offered me twenty million, I'm gonna be like, nah, I'm good. But I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. But you try to keep that one staple person that's that your guy. the rest of your team kind of revolves around. Yeah. Like a Chipper Jones. Yes. <laughs> no, very much so. He stayed yes. with the Braves. All twenty years. He yep. was a staple Braves. You can't think of Chipper without thinking Braves. No. You just don't. And you think of the Braves, one of the first names you're going to think of, you immediately go to Hank Aaron, Chipper mm-hmm. Jones, mm-hmm. John Smoltz. You automatically think of Smolte. those handful of names that spent the entirety of their longevity career right there. You think Pirates, you immediately think Willie Roberto Starkle, Clemente. Roberto Clemente. Willie Star- exactly. Those are the names I was... Yep. Literally the exact two names I was going to say. Why? You should. Because they Andrew started Cutchen, but and whatever. ended... With the pirates, they were the pirates. The pirates were them. Yes, but sir. you just—that's what you think. <laughs> okay. And I like that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm not trying to say you got to keep everyone every time. No. And it's going that. to suck when you lose a favorite. Like when the Penguins got rid of Flurry, I hate it, and I still do. Flurry is my favorite, and I am now half rooting for the Knights almost every game solely because of Flurry. Oh yeah, if we're not playing the Knights, I'm rooting for the Knights because I love Flurry. He was my favorite player in the whole NHL of any position, of any team. I loved Flurry. Even when the Thrashers were still a team, and I was more of a Thrashers than a Penguin fan. I was always a little bit for the Penguins just because I did like Flurry, and I have family up here, and now I'm living up here. This is way before I ever thought I would live up here. Um, I always kind of root for the Penguins because of Flurry. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Atlanta, it's my hometown. I was, well, not my hometown, but my home state was my team. So before they were even discontinued, so to speak, in the NHL, I always kind of root for them for Flurry. He was still my favorite. I had a couple Thrasher players I still love. I still watch, like, Olivia Kovalchuk. Oh, I yeah. loved him as a Thrasher. You know, you, there was some that I really loved, but there's Flurry. And then the Thrashers moved up to Canada, and now they're the Jets. <laughs> now so they're there! A, now I'm, you know, solely on my Penguin train, and I'm still a diehard Penguins fan. And I was like, Flurry, I'm finally at least on Flurry's team. And then he left. Yeah. It was the saddest thing ever for me. It was sad for all of Pittsburgh. It truly was. No, what was sad was his first game back when they handed him the ring. Oh, yeah. And they made an entire video montage for him. Mm-hmm. Like, they had the whole stadium the lit stadium, up for him. And yes. I was like, oh, my gosh. Everybody stood up and was applauding him. I'm like, God. Oh, Dude, you got a bigger applause than when the rest of the Penguins came out for their first game to get the rings. Right. I think he got a bigger statement for it than all of them combined. They're still Penguins. 
<laughs> but he is. Uh, so I just I had to bring up some of those crazy sport facts, most of the baseball ones. Um, I also did want to bring up the Falcons scored and won this week with two seconds left in the game. They beat the 49ers. Get out! Yeah, they actually made a touchdown with five seconds left. Uh, after contention, it got called back. Oh. So they replayed it. Did it again with two seconds remaining. They tried to contend it again, but they counted the second one. Got it. So we ended up winning with two seconds left. Sweet. Go Falcons. Uh, we all know the Steelers are losing at this point. Oh. So don't yeah. know if they're going to win or not. <laughs> <clears throat> quack, quack. I did see something cool this week. Uh, a lot of malls all across the nation are opening up early. Yeah. For autistic kids mm-hmm. to go meet Santa. Yes. Because you I did figure see that. how chaotic are malls right now. Oh yeah. And every kid, autistic or not, wants to meet Santa. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to go meet Santa himself. So I thought it was really cool to see that there's that like awesome. two companies working to, together to go with malls all across America. Yes. To open up. I think it's like an hour earlier, an hour and a half because earlier. Because autistic So that way they can come in and just meet yeah. Santa without all the chaos exactly, and the crowds they're usually and the so noise. So, you know, averted to noise and yes. chaos that this is a way that they get to meet Santa and be happy. And I just thought that was the coolest yes. thing ever to read. Because it is. That's so deserved that they get yes. to Amen. meet Santa. Who doesn't want to meet Santa? Exactly. You're a kid. I got to help out this last week with one of my favorite things that I do with my work, um, other than the podcast, uh, my job that pays most of my bills. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you need to support me more, damn it. Um, <laughs> no, but my favorite thing with this company that I work for is we do this party for the kids once a year. We raise money all year round. We we get local kids to our store that physically could not afford a Christmas, mm. um, and we. We, we partner with Salvation Army and get, you know, because they have the database and all. We partner and we always get 16 that are very local to us that right. can't afford a Christmas due to whatever the issue may be, and they know all of that. And we got to do that this last weekend, and that is so much fun to get their Santa wish list that is and awesome. go shopping for it, to be there the next day and cook breakfast for them, do crafts. Uh, Santa came in and visited us. He gave out all the gifts, and this year, the the place I was with, uh, we they actually opened up their gifts there. So we got to, I got to be there and watch some of the reactions as they opened That's awesome. these gifts. This one kid, he all he wanted was a bike and an easy-bake oven. That's what he wanted. And I was talking to him. I think he was 7, 8, something like that. He was telling me, when he grows up, he's either going to be a singer or a chef. Awesome. He doesn't know. How about the singing be, chef? But he's got to be one of the two. He just doesn't know yet. I'm like, that's that sounds like a plan. <laughs> How about the Swedish chef? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time you do that, it just kills me. I don't know why. <laughs> Broke you. We haven't even started the goddamn stories. Uh, but that's, I, I was just, that was awesome. And, and so heart touching to see like one of these like one of them you know you could tell would not have been able to afford a Christmas she didn't even unwrap all of her gifts there because she wanted to save some from home so she could prolong the excitement and the you see a couple parents or grandparents there that brought them with tears in their eyes because they were like thank you 
there's no way they would have gotten anything. Because it would have been either the choice of food right. and clothing or the Christmas. Mm-hmm. They physically, so it's, it was just something so amazing to watch. The pure joy of a child opening a gift from Santa and going up and meeting Santa and sitting there telling what they think. And then they open up and they go, how did you, like this one kid was screaming, Santa, I got you. How did you know my size? And that's, you know, it sounds like that. There's that pure yes. joy excitement of, how would you know my size? I love when was children awesome. truly believe. I mean, it everything amazing. in them believes. I love that. Yes. Now, what else is truly amazing is music. Oh, At least yeah, I like to think so, anyway. Travis's tunes this week. Andy Gibb won this year's number one yes. spot with Shadow Boxing. Shadow Dancing. You're right. I was shadow dancing. No, I'm you sorry. Are, I love Andy. Gibb. That's the exact song. Every, that's everything. I just can't speak. I told you at the beginning I was sorry before we started. All right. I'm reading ahead of myself and I'm screwing myself up. <laughs> yes, shadow dancing. Uh, he also had like I think it was the number ten song this year too. He did really good this year. However, the Bee Gees really rocked this year because they had the second Andy's oldest brother, the fourth, and the sixth spots. It was a Gibb year in. This year's countdown for the top 100 songs. I just, I, I had to bring it up because they had two, four, and six. Now four was "Staying Alive," which is like the best Bee Gees song ever. Uh, but I guess there was a couple other good Bee Gees songs in there too. <laughs> no, I love the Bee Gees. But the year we're talking about, 1978. Oh, of course. John and Olivia gladly saying, "You're the one that I want" to each other. <laughs> While Foreigner was hot blooded. Oh yeah. Randy Newman sang a song that could quite possibly be Mama Brin's anthem, <laughs> and I think relates short with her. People. Exactly, short people. <laughs> I don't know why he's saying anyway. Um, Queen saying, "We are the champions, or we will rock it, depending on." The montage created there. Billy Joel, like you, just the way you are. Just the way you are. Now, but Kansas was all just dust oh, in the wind. Yes. But just like Meatloaf sang through this year, two out of three ain't bad. Oh, I love you, Meatloaf. Samantha Sane came out with emotion. And the Commodore sang three times a lady and yeah. Barry Manilow. Well, he had us all wishing we were at the Copacabana. Now, if you could take a chance on me like Abba, I, like I would like to share with you that the number one pick for me in 1978 was the song Come Sail Away oh, with good me, Five Sticks. Oh, so come yeah. sail away, come, come sail, sail away, away with come me. Come sail away with me. Okay, yeah, good tune. Thank you. <laughs> I love sticks. Uh, 78, it's the number of protected areas in Nicaragua, which is kind of like their version of national parks for us oh, in America. Okay. Okay. They're protected areas, different, you know, areas of their country that are nationally protected. That's kind of cool. Um, the rule of rules of 78 is a method to calculate your yearly interest, uh, yeah. while 78 is the atomic number for platinum. Oh. So if you want your platinum card. <laughs> yeah. Lastly, if you add up the 12 days of Christmas, you would receive 78 total gifts. All right. On this day, though, Not your true love will give to you a great podcast. Yeah. Start us out. What do we got for our first story? No cane for you. Novocaine? No cane. Vocaine. For you. Vocaine. Mary Wabshaw, 78. Oh, wait, you say her name three times fast. Wabshaw. 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 <laughs> 
I ain't had it, man. Okay. Poor Mary, Sydney, you, know, well, you might end the story with she's dead. Because I know how your stories go. <laughs> Sorry, And they Mary. are a lot of times like that. And I'm over here going, what's up, what's up, what's up? My name is Wompchomp. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. You ain't getting nothing for Christmas. Mary Wapshaw, 78, of Wisconsin, was spending her day at the DMV to renew her license. Ooh. Doesn't that sound exciting? Yeah. <clears throat> A worker told her she had to walk without her cane if she wanted to renew her license and be approved. Her husband, of course, who was there with her, objected, saying she just had knee surgery this year. She needs her cane. She cannot walk without it. It has nothing to do with driving. The worker argued with the elderly couple, and so Mary just decided, all right, whatever, I'll put my cane down and walk. Let's just get this over with. I want to get out of the DMV, as anybody wants to. There's literally paralyzed people that drive. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. Yes, this lady had no right doing it. Of course, her name was not out there. Surprise! Anyway, after only a few steps, Mary unfortunately fell. Hello? Yeah, she's had knee surgery. Yeah. And broke her wrist. Oh. Yes. The bitch of the DMV worker then denied her renewal because she didn't finish walking. She Sorry, has no right to do this. There is no law that says Mary had to walk with unassisted in order to obtain the license. So this lady is purely being a bitch. After she falls and breaks her wrist, the lady's like, nope, savvy. No license for you. The couple, of course, sued the DMV, as would I. Uh, Yeah, they better be paying for those medical bills. Hell yeah. And the worker also, which she should be, bitch, under conditions of the Disability Act, which the case is now pending, so I don't know the outcome of this yet, but I could not see them not not getting some sum. I hope that that lady has to pay every little bit I hope that lady loses, loses her, her job. job for one thing. Yes. Because that is outrageous when I heard this. Now, unfortunately, Mary Wapshaw has passed while the case was pending. But her husband, yes, but her husband is taking up her cause because he said the way that his wife was treated was totally unfair. I believe it was a heart attack or a stroke. Probably stressed out from the stench. Yeah. I just can't believe that worker. I really can't. It was a female worker. That's all they'll give. No, that Nothing else. Doesn't narrow it down. No, no. That's a half female of the workers. in Wisconsin. That's fifty percent. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, I, I just I, I get Mary's frustration of just putting the cane down and being like, "Fine, I'll freaking walk. Just let me get the hell out of here." Yeah, because we've probably been waiting for three hours. Yes, here. at least. And but that's her husband all Anthony just want to leave. Right. And her husband was clearly arguing with the lady saying Mary cannot walk without her cane. She has had knee surgery this year. Yeah. I just I hope I will try to update you on that case. I will be looking out for it. But uh to the DMV lady, suck it. That truly angers me. I don't Yes, like that that's story. very that was a very bad story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I don't like that. No. No, no, no. Sorry. Mary, did you know? <laughs> <laughs>
Well, my first story is going to be Looter the Lawyer. Okay. A former Pretty bank nice. robber. Oh, nice. Became a lawyer. Okay. 20 years ago, Robert W. Van Summeren, who was 19 at the time, stood nervously in a Michigan courtroom as the circuit court judge, Mr. Michael Smith, sentenced him to six years in prison for a string of local robberies. Oh. I was terrified. Naughty, naughty. I thought my life was finished. I really felt lost and wondered if I'd ever get through it. However, on November 22nd, almost two decades to the day, Van Sumner, who's now 40, returned to the same courtroom and stood again in front of Mr. Honorable Michael Smith. This time, though, Van Sumner was asking the judge who had sentenced him as a teenager to swear him in as a new attorney for the state of Michigan. That's pretty awesome. That's turning your life around, dude. After finishing his prison sentence, he attended a college uh, and then a law school, hoping just to give back to the community that he once stole from. See, he didn't know if the judge would go for it, he said at first. But he thought it was worth asking. Hell yeah. And then uh, the dance owner who lives in Jackson, Michigan, passed the bar bar exam for the state of Michigan on the very first try. Um, That's hard as shit to do. Yeah. Smith said he was astonished by the request. But, on the flip side, also just extremely delighted oh, that yes. that name showed back up to request this. Yes. I have to take my hat off to him. He has changed his life. Amen. It's really quite remarkable and very rare. Very seldom do you see such a successful turnaround. That is amazing, and kudos to you, sir. Yes. Yeah, so with his family and friends probably looking on, he got to raise his hand uh, right hand last month and take the lawyer's oath for the state of Michigan. Promising to uphold the Constitution, maintain respect in a court, and never reject the cause of the, uh, the defenseless or the oppressed. That is amazing. I just, I thought that it was so cool. I mean, it's always cool to see someone so successfully turn, turn their life around. Turn around right. and, yes, very much so. But what's even cooler is the judge that sentenced him. Was the same judge who swore him Also, in. was so delighted by a request like that. Yes. Got to be the same one to swore him in. You know, you know what? I'm happy this time I'm not sending you to six years of jail. Instead, I'm going to say, I'm happy to call you yes. Michigan's newest attorney. I hope attorney to see you practice in, in my state. courtroom. Yes. That is. That is amazing. Yeah. That dude ought to be extremely proud of himself, man. Yeah. And it, it is. It's sad because he said he, he took a downward spiral after his parents divorced um, and mo- he moved away during his senior year in high school. So he was kind of left on his own to cope and finish school and do all of this and, and grow up all that year. Uh, he said, and a lot of people that age could divorce weather pretty or weather divorce pretty well, but he said I was immature and I led a led a pretty secluded life. In my younger years, I was homeschooled off and on. My parents did the best they could, but it was less than ideal ideal for me. Right. Um. For several months, he couch surfed with friends and relatives, uh, but by the spring of '99, the same year that he got convicted, he was often sleeping in the woods or beneath a tree in a local cemetery. Mm-hmm. And he said he started, you know getting into drinking drugs and then he had some debts owed to him so that's when he held up a local convenience store with a bb gun um then he went unarmed into a bank and left a note trying to get money to pay because he said at that time i was thinking if i could just get away with this i could clear and start then you know i can clear my debts and call it good and obviously we know how that unfortunately turns out um, he was actually charged only six years, and he could have got six to twenty. Oh yeah. Uh, in the state of Michigan for those crimes, 
Um, but he said when he first got there, even to prison, he was still under the attitude of, you know, it's not, you know, stupid, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I didn't even finish, follow the prison rules very well. But he did quickly, he said he uh, found a group of friends, so to speak, that were just more of the quiet inmates and just kind of secluded so that just were trying to, you know, kind of keep their head down. And he got in with that group up to and including someone who was really into law, there which is go. what kind of first put it into his head and goes, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then he started looking at it. When he got out, he went to community college for two years, then went to a university and then to a law school and kind of progressed through with the help of uh, actually some of his middle school teachers who uh, visited him behind bars. Now, he's still young enough to where his parents should be alive and all. I couldn't imagine how yeah. happy they are for Oh, the I could. Like, just to see that. Yes. Because I know that has to break your heart at the beginning. Yes, to exactly. See this. It just is, it's all y- Your great. heart was broken for your child because you want it more for them. And then, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a little longer, but they, 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 they he came around, you know. That's yeah. awesome. And he said it was hard because he said when he first I'm got sure. out, he was still very much hypervigilant looking over his shoulder. He's like, I was very scared. Um, and then he, he hated the fact that every time he would apply for a job, oh, unfortunately, yeah. you, you know how to check yes. Mm-hmm. Where were you the last six years? Well, you know, and that, that does it. But it raises red flags. And he started wondering if it was even going to matter. Um, he was married, a new father. He was worried that he was going to fail everything because because of his past. Um, and he ended up getting back into drinking for a little bit, even though he started going to school and then he got back in a drink cause he started freaking out. Um, but in 2012, he went to rehab and he said a lot of things really became clear of what he wanted to be and that he knew he could finish this and achieve this and, and, and do it. That's awesome. That so is he ended amazing. up earning his master's degree in 2015 and then went to law school in Detroit. The and now example, he's the newest lawyer. Yeah, the example he has set for his children is amazing as well. Yeah. And they did this on his wife's salary, who is a teacher, which unfortunately in the U.S. Yes. is not a great salary. No. So he commuted back and forth for three years, and they did this on her salary. So it's a great, great tribute to his wife as well. That's a damn feel-good story, Trey. Yeah. That's why I had to bring it up. Just, it, the whole story just made me smile to see yes! the success uh, of, of seeing that. You love to hear, you know what I mean? Somebody overcome the odds, so to speak. That's amazing. Yeah. And he thinks he is going to bring something that no one else can bring. Yeah. He said, because I've sat on the other side of, exactly. of that table. And I feel that um, the law makes such a paraf- powerful stamp on a person that the judicial system needed someone like me at the table to kind of be there. Yes. He's been on both sides now. Yes, he has. So he gets to really empathize, I guess, with some of the people that are coming in. And yeah, he can, he honestly, can honestly probably say, read through a lot of those people better than Right, he can honestly else. say, hey, bud, I feel you. You know what I mean? I mean it. Yeah. Yes. So, But That's I wanted to bring awesome. up my first, first way the day. I just wanted to start us out with a nice, feel-good, like, great... Yeah awesome thing that came out there and now on to the good parts packaged thoughts mm. today we'll be trying a dark chocolate maple waffle bar which by the way you've had this open um pre- prior to the show and it's right on the corner 
the entire episode, I've been able to smell the maple <laughs> yeah. and the waffle, and it smells delicious. <laughs> kind of want I'm breakfast. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I've been sitting here for it, it 40 minutes into this episode smelling this chocolate bar. And I freaking love waffles, so I'm already there with that. Yes, and I love dark chocolate. Dark chocolate yes. to me is I know a lot of people hate it, up no, to including my it. wife. It is my favorite. I love the bitter. And uh, this is made by Culinary Circle. They do well over 200 items. Wow. They're like their own little Kellogg or their own little, you know what I mean? They do a whole bunch of stuff. I've never heard of them either. I got to tell you, this is the first time I heard of them. They're out of Minnesota. Minnesota, don't you know? And their tagline is made for sophisticated palates. They offer anything. Mm. I mean, pizza. Oh, well, so they have not. Oh, like, just yeah, it's not candy. just desserts and okay. candy. It is everything. The whole gauntlet. You can you can taste the ma- uh, maple really strong in it, but I'm. See, I got, I want it more waffle. See, I got more waffle than maple. Hmm. I mean, you can take that dark I got chocolate. Nice crunch in mine, which the waffle brought in. Right. That dark chocolate with the maple, though, is damn good. Yes, it is. Dark chocolate maple. Wow. See, I really liked it because a lot of these bars, to me, mm-hmm. when they're a flavor or something special, right. they rely too heavily on it, and it overpowers the chocolate. Mm-hmm. This one, I felt, was still a very soft, creamy, dark chocolate Oh yeah. that had waffle and maple in it. So I like this one more than a normal one because I got to taste dark chocolate with hints of maple and waffle instead of, oh, it's a maple waffle bar with, I with guess, chocolate, chocolate mixed covering, in. yeah. Like, <laughs> No, mm. I like it. I mean, it is tasty. It's definitely tasty. Mm, culinary circle. And I didn't realize just how much I'd like maple and dark chocolate, but damn. No, it's very good. I, I mm. guess it makes sense because dark's so bitter, maple's so sweet. They probably oh, do yeah. a really nice right. counterbalance to each other. Mm. Mm. That's good stuff. No, I really I'm gonna like that I'm going to have to try more from this. Yeah. Oh, hello. I just dropped it. Anyway, I'm going to have to try more from the culinary circle. Yeah, I wonder where you, where do you find them at? Uh, well, I cannot remember for the life of me where this bar came from. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, but they say they are out there in stores, and like I said, well over 200 products. Everything wow. from breakfast to appetizers, dinners, desserts, and candy. Hmm. All and right I have then. to try more for them. I yeah. like their tagline, too. Made for sophisticated palates. Savor life in the circle. (laughs) It's good stuff. I like it. All right, then. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That was a nice little tasty devoted. Okay. Ugly sweaters. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves the ugly sweater season. Yes. Me and my wife were just laughing at them at Spencer's. Yes. Spencer's the other day. And they had a whole ugly sweater section that we were that's dying the over. Sweater, that's where the sweater is your dad wants for Christmas. Uh, which one? The one that just says whore. Oh. That's the one he wants. Which, just whore. What's funny is me and my wife were there, and we saw one that said Merry Christmas whore that we saw, laugh, and immediately said he would like that. Yeah, that's the one that's he the wants. the funny part is I have no idea about that, but... I know exactly what's where, because me and my wife thought the same thing. Yes. That does sound like my honey. All right. <laughs> the Christmas ugly sweater business is now huge money. 
It has just exploded. I mean, it started out with a few people, and then you started getting ugly sweater parties, and now it is just like everybody has an ugly sweater. I think everybody makes one, and every sports teams. Oh, yeah. All All kinds. Well, now, fast food chains and more are getting in on that ugly sweater action. Huh. So that's kind of cool. Interesting. Yes. Popeyes has out a bright orange sweater featuring their infamous chicken sandwich. I game. Yes, $45 for this sweater. I will wear it. I would too. First of all, I love orange. It's the only bright color I like. Secondly, I fucking love Popeyes. Yeah, I I thought of you actually when I put that part down because I was like, oh, Travis would like that. I love Popeyes, orange, and a chicken sandwich. He's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, that is heaven. Like, (laughs) ugly sweater my ass. I want to wear that year-round. This one here makes me think more of your dad. The Red Lobster sweater. It's got to have Cheddar Bay Biscuits. It has pockets for keeping your Cheddar Bay Biscuits warm (laughs) for only 40 bucks. Yes. (laughs) I love that. Walk around with Cheddar Bay Biscuits every time you're hungry. Wouldn't that be awesome? I would love that. I love Cheddar Bay Biscuits, man. Yes. It's the best part of Red Lobster. Yes. Taco Bell has out Christmas onesies at $80 each, but they're sold out till after Christmas. So, um, yeah, that went well. That was a good marketing ploy there, Taco Bell. They have a habit of running out of stuff. I noticed that. They're making no Taco Bell has a fan base that is unfreaking real. Yeah, they really do. Damn. I mean, I like their tacos as much as the next man, but come on, people. I literally had Taco Bell for dinner today. On my way home from work, I saw the Taco Bell for me. That's what we ate. Now, this sweater I would like for myself. The Andre Champagne. It has a sweater that has a pocket that is shaped like a stocking to hold exactly one bottle of champagne. For only $65. That's kind of cool. I would like that Of course, I don't like champagne. No, it kind of gives me a headache. (laughs) I'd much rather have a wine sweater. Yes, now that I can get behind. Now, this one here makes me think of my nephew, Steve. Hidden Valley offers a 15 by 7 stocking. Oh, my gosh. Filled to the brim with ranch dressing that pours out of the spout in the toe. Really? For only $35. That is like a Midwesterner's heaven, by the way. Oh, yeah. As someone that lived in the Midwest forever, they pick on, oh, they all get ranch. No, they they, ain't lying. You they go anywhere mad. in the Midwest, they, like, have ranch and buckets in the fucking table. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even getting some with ranch. Yeah, ranch goes good with it. I know quite it a few It does not people. go good with chocolate and cheese. No. Yes, it does. <laughs> that would be a good present for a lot of folks I know, a giant ranch dressing stocking. That is pretty awesome. <laughs> Just pour it in my mouth. Okay. <clears throat> Bush beer has out a stocking that can not only hold the 12-pack of Bush beer... It'll keep it cold for you for only 20 bucks. Oh, that's awesome. And so it's that's cheap, just cool. like their beer. Yes. Which means it probably doesn't work. Probably, it. yeah. <laughs> if it's anything like the taste of their beer. And no offense. Well, offense, men. I'm sorry, your beer sucks. It really okay. does. <laughs> What's, yeah. Yeah, it just. It does. Oreo has out a double sweater for you and your Christmas honey for only $80. 
That's a little too no. close, though. I mean, I love my I husband and all, food. but we ain't putting in the same clothing, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, no, you got to give me some room! No, because then I'd want Oreos, and then they're going to try to take my Oreos. Well, that's true. Joey I doesn't can't. share food! <laughs> <laughs> Just like McDonald's that food. <laughs> and White Castle also have ugly sweaters for only 40 bucks. So ah, it seems like everybody is... be kind of a cool one. Yeah. Everybody seems to be getting in on the ugly sweater. That is awesome. I want the Popeyes one. I love the Taco I want to get Bell the Red Lobster one for your dad. But I want the Popeyes one. But if I get him the sweater, I'm going to have to get him some Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh, yeah. Of course. Because you got to fill up the pockets. Well, they sell those things now. The the box that you can make at home with Cheddar Bay biscuits. Yes, I did see that. Yes. They taste identical. They taste amazing. Yes, I did see that. Like the way they created it in there, if you follow the instructions, because... Me and my roommate back in Missouri used to make mm. them all the time, and they do taste just like just you went like to the when you get them on the table. Oh. Because when we lived, the nearest Red Lobster was literally an hour away, and I neither of us were now. giant seafood fans. Like we didn't mind seafood, but we weren't huge. So if we were driving an hour mm. away, we were going to the big city. Chances are we weren't stopping at right. a seafood place yeah. just for the biscuits. So that was like a great in between since we didn't have one nearest, yeah. so we oh, could still oh. get the biscuits. I want to go to Red Lobster, or if somebody wouldn't just. Send me some Cheddar Bay Biscuits. I'm cool with that, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, my first, or my first, my second <laughs> story of the week is Fruit of the Loom. All right. Now, some families have uh, different heirlooms that they like to pass down generation to generation. A lot oh, of times sure. it's like a jewelry, mm -hmm. maybe a photo, watch, a recipe. A picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. That would be the photo. I well, I meant like a uh, like if you have a really nice artist drawn painting? picture. Yeah, painting. Thank you. Okay. Okay, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. Well, suave as shit here. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna stay right in Michigan to talk about this family's heirloom. Oh, I'm sorry, Michigan. <laughs> well, we we're already there with the looter, the lawyer. Now with the yeah. food, it's just it's gonna have it's gonna happen. We'll move next. Just story, don't drink the water. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Oh, the country we live in. <laughs> um, their heirloom is a 141-year-old fruitcake. Oh, my. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a great thing, said Julie Ruttinger. Is it really, the though? The great-granddaughter great of Fidelia Ford, who baked the cake back in 1878. Oh, wow. It was a tradition. It was a legacy. See, the cake was initially preserved to honor Ford because she established a tradition of baking the cake and letting it age for exactly one year during the holiday seasons. And they would eat it like every Christmas. She would always right. bake a cake on Christmas, but it would be for the next year. The next year. And she would let it. it age for exact, you know, exactly this mm -hmm. year. It was just her tradition. Well, unfortunately, she was letting it age for the year before, uh, during, to serving it during the holiday season. She died before that 1878 cake could ever be eaten Aww. when she was 65 years old. By the time the holidays arrived, the family considered her handiwork a legacy and not just food. It was no longer just, oh, uh, yes, I can definitely see that. Yes. Fidelia's fruitcake. It was more of like, no, that was, that was that her. Was, yeah, that was part <laughs> of who on. she was. Yes. So, until his death in 2013, the cake was in the care of her father, Morgan Aww. Ford, who was her great-grandson. Uh, he had it stored in an antique glass dish on the top shelf of a china cabinet in his home, where it still remains today. He took care of it until the day he left the earth, she said. We knew it meant a lot to him. Now, see, Guinness Book of World Records have an entry for the oldest fruitcake, per se. However, 
This cake is never going to beat, I don't think, this record of the oldest cake out there, which is the 4,176-year-old cake that was found in an Egyptian tomb. Get the hell out. Yeah, and that is in a museum in Switzerland, in a food museum. Wow. I wonder what kind of flavor of cake it was. I, know. I don't know what they had way I back I would then. guess just probably just leaven cake. I don't know if they have yeah, like a you're probably right. flavor profile per se. Exactly. Uh, well, during the 93 years that Morgan held on to this uh, family's fruit cake, he showed it off at church and family gatherings and shared <laughs> stories and the history with all of his younger relatives, including his daughter that now has it. He even showcased it on The Tonight Show in December of 2003, taking a bite of it with the host and saying it tasted like thrashed wheat. <laughs> uh, he enjoyed sharing the joy of the cake, uh, and his other daughter, Sue, said he took all, just a ton of pride in it. It was just such a a honor of the family. But now his daughter is in possession of it. It's going to sit, cool sit right there with the picture of, of her great-great-grandmother who baked it back in 1878. That's cool as shit. Food can be such a legacy. Like, my grandma, your great-grandma, was one hell of a cook. And she was the kind of of grandma you read about in storybooks. I mean, you know, when you read in storybooks about the grandma who done this and this and did all that, that was my grandma. Yeah, it, it was. And she could cook like nobody's business. Mm hmm even something, I mean, anything she made, I don't know how she did it, but anything she made was just like, and she had this amazing, weird, psych, like, psychic visions of having food with people. I don't know if she just yes. made a meal for 100 every single day and threw a lot away, but I don't think so because... She was also one that didn't waste anything. Nope. No, she didn't. So I don't see her just making a giant meal to have every day and then throw it away. A meal was always like lunch the next day. Yeah, but if you showed up, there was a giant meal there. Mm Mm-hmm. And it would always be finished 10 minutes after you walk in the door. Yes. And not like, oh, because it was a quick meal she threw together. Like, it would be this labor-intensive two-, three-hour meal. Yes. You would walk in as a surprise to her. Mm Mm-hmm. And she'd be like... Well, I was just getting ready for dinner. How the hell do you... It's just you! <laughs> one 90-year-old woman, and you got this spread for 20 people. She was definitely one of the most amazing women I have ever had the pleasure of meeting, and I... Mm, God, what I wouldn't give for one more of her meals. Also, can we take a moment to recognize the name Fruit of the Loom? Because I'm really proud of that. <laughs> that is cool. I like I it. Think I like it. Name. Thank you. Golf appreciate clap, me. Golf clap, appreciate golf me. Clap. Okay, that was good. I don't care who you are. All right. That means last clip. And have I got a last clip for you, people? The ultimate Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. When you hear the name Royals Royce, you mm. automatically think elegance, style, unaffordable. That too. <laughs> this year, it's all that and so much more. That's right. Royals Royce has pulled out all the stops for this ultimate Christmas gift. Who gets a Christmas gift as a Royals Royce? I, I, some people out there do so. Not the me, but you know, some people. I might get a match car version, but that'd be about it. You know. I'm just wondering, like, who? Like, the Queen herself? Because I don't know anybody else I could. The Prince of Abu Dhabi, maybe? Maybe. There you go. In the cabin 
of their new Phantom car, you get a hand-stitched scene throughout the entire car. It goes from the doors as you open it all the way up to the lighted roof. And they hand stitch it. It could be anything. They This particular one I was looking at happened to be a flower scene. It was absolutely beautiful. I huh. got to tell you. It I was have to gorgeous. Look, I have to look this up. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Of course, in true Royals Royce fashion, there's no price available for this add-on shocked yeah they just like yeah you just add it on don't worry about it if i pay anybody enough go add it on yeah exactly these people that are adding this shit on though could really (laughs) give a yeah anyway i'm sure you could imagine the total that this will cost you here in the end all seats are of course heated and all have massage buttons because mm. you don't want your fanny to get cold and unmassaged. I will sleep when I'm driving that. Yeah, I would sleep if there's somebody there heated and massaging. <laughs> I a corn horns corn horns be honking all around me. I'd be like, if you're seeing corn, at- you are way off the road. <laughs> <laughs> the corn jelly and ruining the field. <laughs> I may have smoked something before I got in the Rolls Royce. Okay. Smoking in the Rolls Royce. That is not the car to hotbox. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Champagne ice buckets are built in, of course. So I can drink and drive. Fucking great. Yes. I'm going to fall asleep it's because in I'm the drunk back in the seat, To which they call your back seat the sweet area. So if you go to get a Rolls Royce, you don't say, hey, in the back seat. You say, in the sweet area where the chilled ice buckets are. Well, I guess, in all honesty, a lot of people that have Rolls Royces are also the same people that get chauffeured. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. So they don't really probably give thinking. a shit right. about the driver's seat because they ain't driving it. Uh-uh, they don't drive. That's so pedestrian. Okay. Includes a custom-built car cover that comes with the car. They better. Yeah, you ain't kidding. A $10,000 stereo system. Mm. Mm-hmm. Two, I don't feel like those people listen to music though. No, they or no, they probably listen to like the elevator style music, you know, while they're sitting there sipping on their champagne. Yeah, but mm. you don't need ten thousand bucks. This is delightful, isn't it? I think it's the Sith Sixth Street Orchestra. Okay. Anyway, you stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna. Okay. Two picnic trays that fold out for those who are in the suite in back. <laughs> The glass partition that separates the back and the front is not only fully retractable, but goes from transparent to opaque at the touch of a button. Oh. So, so that's it goes nice. from talking with Jeeves to, yes. I'm fucking my wife. Jeeves, we're going to just glass this out, okay? If you hear anything, just keep going. But you I'm can't hear anything in the world's voice. <laughs> I'm going to have I'm relations... With my secretary. Yeah, yeah. You guys would be more of the unperforming coitus. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and, of course, all this can be yours for the low, low, low price of 400000 No, Joy, buy two. That's what I was thinking. Hers. Now, this is, of course, without the added-on hand-stitched silly Yeah, because that doesn't even have a price. Because <laughs> that didn't even have a price on this site. But i got to tell you, this car it looks absolutely freaking gorgeous. 
I could imagine. Dear Lord, the back seat, I could see why they call it a suite. Well, a Rolls Royce is essentially a limo without, like, the length part of it. Right. It's, it's a limo for just you. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a like car, a but the back limo. seat is made in this in a very similar style that a, a and limo setup would be. Yes. It's just only a back seat instead of where you can fit 10, 12 people. It's just And they're also seat. known for when you're in the suite and you have the partition up for it to be extremely silent. You won't, they don't hear you outside of that. So that's kind of cool. Wouldn't that be kind of cool? You'd be saying, hey, Jeeves, you suck my mother. And, you know. Why is he, he sucking your mother? I don't know. Cause that's he's disgusting. Jeeves. Okay. Is he your dad? Do you call him dad? <laughs> don't call him dad. Daddy James! <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> my last clip, I'm going to take it on home with this last clip this week. All right. And when I say take it home, I mean taking Let's it right home. here at home oh. in our town. Oh! This is, I think, the most local story we've ever had. Yeah, if it's right here in Uniontown, hell yeah. So we were from Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. a small little town just outside of Pittsburgh. And yep. in this small town, at our local Walmart, which is literally five minutes from my house, maybe about ten from yours. Maybe. Um, there was an interesting thing that happened. They were having Shop of the Cop this last week. Okay. Great thing, right? Oh, yeah. I, lo- I their... love people that do that. Yeah, they're doing their Shop of the Cop and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, well... One woman decided to uh, try to steal clothes totaling just under $100 while Shop of the Cop was going on. So she was, she's one of our finest. Uh, Yeah. As they put, tip for the evening, when your local Walmart is hosting Shop of the Cop event and the store is filled with police officers, that might not be the time to try to walk out of the store with a shopping cart full of merchandise that you did not pay for. No, that's kind of like walking into a police station and holding them up. <laughs> um, according to the criminal complaint, the officer ran out of the store and saw the two women who matched the description of the suspects. Uh, they were arrested, and the handbag that was allegedly used to smuggle the clothes uh, was found right next to the door still. Shock. The paperwork says that Firestone told the officer her mother was sick and needed new clothing. The officer checked her criminal history and reportedly found two prior retail theft convictions as well. So we don't know if her mother was actually sick or if it's just her newest story because it's really hard when you already have a history of retail theft, specifically what you just did. She won't be shopping at that Walmart anymore. I doubt it. So don't come to Target. That's all I'm saying. That's where I shop. You stay the hell out. But I just figured I'd bring it. Right, right. Oh, that's definitely homework, baby. Um, It doesn't get much more close to home than this. Um, Unless, oh no, I sang that song way out of tune. Yes, you did. Okay, you sing most songs out of tune, though. (laughs) What you know, you could have just lied to to me a little. God damn it, I'm your mother. Yeah. Okay, that's wonderful. (laughs) Uh, It's called tough love. (laughs) It's called called tough shit. Truth hurts. <laughs> uh, and then I started singing both the 80s, Truth Hurts, Love Bleeds, and I was singing Lizzo, 
truth. Uh, that's a very odd combination to fuck with your head right there. Yeah. When you have Def Leppard and Lizzo, that's not a collaboration that should happen in your head. No, I don't. I couldn't see them two on stage together. <laughs> that was. Could you they see? both just played in my head. Some sugar on me. You could have had a bad bitch. <laughs> Great, great collab. <laughs> but I just want to uh, bring it home because I thought it was that was a cool. good, good, good story. I don't I love say it. cool, but I like the fact that a story that came yes this locally was actually one that would have picked up mm-hmm. for the podcast anyway if it yes. was nationwide. Yes, because this lady is such an idiot. She just yes. happens to be and near stupid us. people. I think are fucking hilarious. Yes, they are. Um, yes, including they people are. that try to shoplift when a shot for the cop thing is literally going on. How stupid do you have to be? They had city, county, and state cops all there for this program, too. Oh, I think I'll go and uh, shoplift at Walmart. Since like they, they were the showing cops. pictures of, you know, the, the shop of the cop before they did the update of the lady. And they She had, had to notice the store was just... Packed with cops. That's why I said it wasn't even like it was just, oh, the city cops. There was city, county, and state cops all there. I was like, what are you doing? Stupid, stupid woman. Yeah. You're never going to get your royal. Stupid woman. (laughs) Walking down the street. (laughs) Uh, That is all I have, though. Yep. I'm done. That pretty much sums it up for this week. Um, I want to thank you so much for listening in. Please go over to our Facebook or Twitter, mm-hmm. um, anything like that, or email. Um, share us. Give us that five-star review and a Read, comment. Review. Read. And talk to us. That's the Christmas gift I want this year. Next week is yep. Christmas. We're seven days out. Holy shit, yeah. we're seven days out already. Damn. Damn. And what I want is just for you to talk to us. All I want for Christmas no. is you. No. Okay. No. Hey. <laughs> Mariah, you Santa ain't. Santa baby, hurry okay. down the chimney. Well, before we go nice. too far into Christmas carols with the worst singer ever, as <laughs> Simon Cowell might say, <laughs> that is bloody horrendous. <laughs> my puppy likes my voice. No, he doesn't. He's yeah, deaf. he does. I, I don't know how to tell you this, but he's been deaf for six years. <laughs> six years he's been going off the side alone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you as always for listening in uh, and with that being said we always like to end it with one specific announcement yes. just like the great Bob Barker said help control the pet population mm-hmm. right stay in your pets and yes. some of your relatives like someone that's dumb enough to sh- shoplift thorn with the a cop, cop. Shop why are you stealing with a cop it's not shop a cop it's shop a cop <laughs> it's shop a cop <laughs>